uh, you know, WWE doesn't necessarily have the best reputation for playing with others. So the fact that they were willing to do this with Mickey and, and put over Impact as a whole and our Knockouts Championship um, is important for us. I Ladies and gentlemen, just days after a busy weekend, main event at Impact's Hard to Kill, my guest is here and she's media ready. Now, she is the current AAA Reina de Reinas champion, two-time Knockouts World Champion, and she's become one of the most dominant knockouts in history. She is the virtuosa Diana Perrazzo. Welcome to the Angle Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. And uh, I know that you're in uh, Florida right now. How's the weather now there? I mean, being a New Jersey native, how is uh, how is it in uh, January? <laughs> uh, it's pretty rainy and gloomy today. Oh, really? um, but you know what? I was talking to my mom um, a little bit earlier, and it's like 30 degrees and snowy in Jersey. So I will take a little bit of rain. Yeah, I actually live. I'm I'm in Jersey. I live here, and oh. uh, I I completely agree with your mom. <laughs> yeah, but uh. Yeah, so Hard to Kill, uh, by far one of the best hardcore style matches I think I've ever seen, uh, especially from the knockouts. Um, and that should be the true focus after that match, being that it was a main event match. What did it mean to be part of such a monumental moment? Yeah, I am. Um, gosh, uh, I'm going to try not to cry because I cried all week. When I found out we were going to be the main event, I was just in awe because um, everyone kept asking me all throughout last year, like, you've kind of done it all. Like, what else is there to do? And for me, it was to be the main event of a pay-per-view um, and not get the main event because we're women, but because um, I earned through the story I was telling and the story that I was a part of earned the spot to be the main event. That's really what I wanted. And um, the fact that Impact saw that in what Mickey and I were doing um, was incredible. It was a dream come true for me. So, um, and then to, to go out there and do it and, you know, um, my brother was there. He had never seen me wrestle before. Um, Steve had, um, you know, obviously his match against Trey Miguel, but then also he had um, a whole group of like 15 Marines that he had served in Afghanistan with there. I saw, both. I saw that. It was just an incredible and really, really special night for, for me um, in terms of like my family. So uh, couple that with making history for the knockouts, being the first ever knockouts main event on a pay-per-view. Um, I've just been an emotional wreck all week about it. <laughs> what were your thoughts hearing that it was going to be a Texas death match? I mean. <laughs> um, okay. So I had to ask what the rules were. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't know. I was it's kind of like a last man standing, but then also you can get pinfalls or submissions. And yeah. um, I had to keep asking, like, so can we do this or can can you touch in the 10 count or how does that work? Like, um, you know, and then obviously my preferred side of wrestling is the technical side. That's that's what I love um, about wrestling. It's what I showcase the most, really. So um, it's hard for me to then do a Texas death match. And it's supposed to be gritty and it's supposed to be raw and, and feel like a real fight. And I think that that's what Mickey and I were able to, um, you know, to, to showcase the most was it was gritty and it was a brawl and it was war. 
and it wasn't nice, pretty pro wrestling and everything connects and everything's smooth and transitions nicely. It was like, I'm here to kill you and you're here to kill me and who's going to die first, you know? Um, so uh, it was a lot to take in because it's not my preferred style of wrestling, but I just had to do a lot of studying and, and watch a lot of tape in, in pr- preparation for it. Um, and, you know, I, I didn't walk away as the, the knockouts world champion, but um, I'm really proud that we were the main event and what we put out there that night was, was 100% of both of our beings. Of course. And I do stand by uh, the statement that that was one of the best hardcore style matches. I, I honestly, I think I've ever seen, especially to main event, a pay-per-view starting the new year. It was just, it was a brilliant what you guys did. Um, Thank you. But working with Mickey for a few months now, what was your biggest takeaway um, from doing that, from working with a legend just like Mickey James? It's always interesting for me to kind of just see how, how, uh, whether it be Mickey or earlier last year, it was jazz. And then it was ODB. Um, you know, obviously Gail, uh, is, is the agent and producer of all of these things. And yeah. uh, Madison rain is behind the scenes as well as wrestling now. So it's always interesting for me to, to see how they put things together and to see how they envision things and, um, the, the stories that they want to tell because they've been there and they've done this. And a lot of what I've done over the last two years, I'm doing for the first time. So I'm going to make mistakes and it's not going to necessarily be, uh, you know, my best work or my best go around because it's the first time. Um, but obviously Mickey's been there, done that. She's been doing this for 20 years, um, at such a high level for 20 years that, um, I can't help, but take her opinion um for exactly what it's worth and know that like mm, she's got a proven track record so yeah. it's been um, a learning curve for me to be able to again not just work with mickey but all of the legends that i've been able to work with this past year and uh since you've come to impact you've succeeded in everything that you've been a part of i mean working with AAA, nwa ring of honor what has been the most exciting thing you've been able to do during your tenure with uh, impact um I think the first time I won the knockouts championship was, um, I mean, the match with Jordan Grace was incredible. I think it's probably one of the best of my entire career. Um, and I, I think I'm always seeking that same type of validation of like, I put my best foot forward and there's not one thing I would have changed. Um, so I think that's been the most uh, rewarding thing was that I got, I got to come into impact and they saw me as the champion right away. Um, and that has obviously never happened before in my career, but doesn't happen often for anyone where it's just like, there you are. And now, now you're the champion. I feel like more times than not, you get that championship push, but, uh, the person coming in doesn't necessarily win always. So, um, for them to, to believe in me that much has, has just been such an incredible feeling. And then to couple that with like, I got to be the champion for the better half of 18 months. Um, that also doesn't happen very often. <laughs> um, you know, just the fact that they believed in me has just been um, such a game changer in my professional career, but also personally. Of course. And the knockouts continue to prove that Impact has the best women's division across the board in wrestling today. At Hard to Kill, we got the first ever knockouts ultimate X match and obviously your main event with Mickey. What did it mean? to have the knockouts open and close the show, but with two like really great matches, not only great matches, but memorable uh, historical matches. It was, again, like I was just a disaster all week <laughs> to it. Um, yeah. And I'm really, my Saturday was kind of uh, a little bit of a disaster because it distracted me from the fact of all the history that we were making as a women's division. Yeah. As- 
television because I feel like, um, and I very much so felt this throughout, you know, my entire reign as a knockout champion, but, um, the history making element of hard to kill the first ever, uh, women's ultimate X match, the first ever knockouts main event on a pay-per-view. Um, it wasn't just for the women who are in our division now. Um, it, it was for every knockout that has ever existed in the history yeah. of the knockout. They've all collectively gotten us to this point. And I feel like the, the, the history and the wins that, um, the knockouts have consistently made throughout the years, but then at hard to kill specifically, um, was a culmination of everybody's work that's ever been a knockout. So, um, that history and all of the people that are a part of that history, uh, is not lost on me. Yeah. And this, this past Saturday was actually my birthday and my family asked, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I said, well, I mean, kind of want to stay home and order food. And they were like, what do you want to do at home? I said, well, there's an impact pay-per-view on tonight. I have to watch hard to kill. And uh, we all sat around the TV watching it. And when I saw that ultimate X match start the show, I immediately thought, Oh wait, Deanna and Mickey are main event. They have to be main event in the show. It's just impossible for that placement just to not work out like that. And uh, they were blown away. Me being obviously more of a wrestling fan than they are, but them just seeing what the knockouts can do just, it's, it's been incredible to watch. I mean, the whole journey of the knockouts division. So thank you for that. And uh, it's been great to see that. Well, thank you for spending your birthday with us. <laughs> of course. No, it's, uh, I think it was even more special. Um, you, and, and before I even knew that we were going to be the main event, I, I don't think I, I deserve, I deserve anything or I'm owed anything, but I was like, if I was going to be the main event, it's this. And I really want knockouts to open the show and get to close the show. Yeah. Um, because that, the X division structure, you need to be first. Um, so I knew that the knockouts would be first. And I was like, damn, this would be the moment. Um, so I was just so excited for all of us. And then when I heard that news, it was like, this is, I mean, okay, so we're making history with these two individual matches, but then we're opening and closing the show. So that's history making. Like this was just such an incredible weekend for all of us women um, and for women's wrestling as a whole uh, to get the platform that Impact consistently puts the knockouts on. Um, you know, we're just pushing further that that envelope and that narrative that women's wrestling matters. So um, yeah, I mean, it was incredible. Yeah, and, and being a fellow New Jersey native, Having such great names come from this area, who were your inspirations um, growing up uh, watching wrestling, being a wrestling fan? Yeah, I well, obviously, you know, I grew up, Trish Stratus was like my idol, um, still is, love her. <laughs> Can't wait to meet her one day. But, um, you know, Trish Stratus was, was who I wanted to be. And when I was supposed to love her, I absolutely loved her. And when I was supposed to hate her, I hated her. Um, <laughs> you know, and obviously her feud with Mickey, um, her feud, um, with Lita, you know, all of those things made me want to be a wrestling fan, but, uh, you know, knowing AJ Lee comes from Jersey and her legacy, um, in the, you know, then divas division, but, um, all the efforts she put forth to change that perception, um, you know, kind of seeing that come true. Now she's back in wrestling, um, a little bit with wow. And I just think, you know, having such Jersey is such a wrong, uh, long wrestling history and strong yeah. wrestling um, and the fact that I get to put my name in the hat with the, with people like AJ or, um, you know, D'Lo, we always joke that D'Lo's from Jersey. And, you know, we were just talking about pizza from home the other day. And um, <laughs> Steve is from Jersey and he comes from the Monster Factory where, you know, Bam Bam Bigelow is from. And people like that just are our history of being Jersey strong and Jersey natives. Um, it's again, is not lost on me either. So I'm just happy that I get to rep Jersey and as much crap as we get for, from being there. <laughs> I want to be else. 
Absolutely. And uh, you've had the opportunity to go head to head. We, we kind of spoke about it before with some of the greatest knockouts like ODB, Rosemary, Taya Valkyrie, legends like Mickey and Jazz. Is there a name that comes to mind uh, maybe as a dream opponent or someone you have yet to face? Um, I mean, I think my dream opponent will forever be Trish. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, you know, the fact that she came back and wrestled Charlotte a couple years ago, like I was like, holy crap, this is cool. And it's my dream possible um you know she's she since said she's definitely retired but um I think that will just for always be my dream match um and then you know I mean I've wrestled it a ton of times and I've wrestled Chelsea a ton of times but I think my dream match that I don't think has ever happened is a triple threat between the three of us we are like friends the three musketeers and um you know that I think would be really special professionally because it's, it, I don't think it's ever been done before, but then personally, because those are my best friends. Yeah. No, I think that either, either the singles, triple that, whatever it is, I think that would be a money <laughs> match main event again on a pay-per-view. <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, impact wrestling continues to prove that they are a top company, but not only a top consistent company with the shows and the signings, this company has been really the only one to go through this the so-called forbidden door AEW, NWA, Ring of Honor, AAA, now WWE even. Uh, and it shows that they do good business and they do right. Um, what about impact to you stands out the most, uh, being that you are one of its pillars? Yeah, uh, gosh, I mean, I think that it just, it does good business, right? I think that what's been unique about, you know, the pandemic in the world right now is, is there's, there's so many people that unfortunately have lost their jobs and are looking for places to work. And I think impact is consistently being open to bringing talent in, in, in some capacity, whether it be contracted or per date or whatever it is, where they're giving people the opportunity to, um, fulfill whatever it is that they're looking to fulfill, whether it was someone like me who felt like uh, I have more to give and I didn't get the opportunities and they gave me the opportunities or the people who are like, "Mm, I need somewhere else to work and let's reinvent myself and something like that, you know? So um, I think that they have just done strong business and capitalized on some of the negatives that have happened over the last two years and made them strong points. Um, And they aren't afraid to to make mistakes per se. Um, They've kind of just, especially with me, but I, I see it with other people too, been like, and here's the ball and see what you can do with it. And if it works out and throw it at the wall and it sticks, then great. And if it doesn't, we'll figure it out. Um, so I just think that they're just a really, they do really good business with the majority of people. Yeah. And with Mickey obviously going or heading into the Royal Rumble uh, later this month with the Knockouts World title, what does it mean to see that title if you work so hard to you know, help keep its prestige um, get that recognition, especially from a company that we've yet to see uh, use the so-called forbidden door and really work with other companies. Well, I'm going to say <laughs> put in over the last two years is the reason WWE wants to play now. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think that it's incredible. I think it's an incredible opportunity for Impact um, to have new eyes on its product. And I think uh, you know, WWE doesn't necessarily have the best reputation for playing with others. So the fact that they were willing to do this with Mickey and, and put over impact as a whole and our knockouts championship um, is important for us. I think that uh, hard to kill um, had even more buzz going in than necessarily 
uh, we had to begin with, um, because now WWE fans who maybe aren't familiar with an Impact product or maybe haven't watched Impact in years um, are now willing to tune in and say, like, I wonder what's going to happen. It's a buzz factor. And any buzz is good buzz, right? Of course. And uh, when they announced it on, on, uh, on TV, I mean, to hear Impact and the Knockouts title on a WWE show, I mean, I don't think they've ever said I'm not even sure AEW mentioned the titles or anything like that when they worked. So it was really, really like a monumental moment to see all that play out. Yeah, I think, you know, from a personal standpoint, I was probably as surprised as some fans were because I didn't know that was going to happen. And again, to like you said, to hear, you know, Impact Knockouts World Champion on WWE TV is, is something that I think no wrestling fan in the history of wrestling could have imagined would happen. So, um, again, it just, it just made, um, you know, our Texas death match that much more higher stakes and hopefully fans over to our product. And, and that, that now will stay because the pay-per-view was just phenomenal top to bottom. Um, you know, uh, it, it's a whole new, a whole new level playing field for impact wrestling. Yeah. And, uh, Last year, I had the privilege to chat with, with D'Lo Brown, and I asked him who he sees as the future of Impact, and he named you as the next face of the company. Uh, after all that you've achieved so far, what are you, what's next for Deanna Perrazzo? Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd like a lot of sleep. Um, wow. No, I... I, uh, I I joked on Twitter earlier, maybe it was yesterday, about, um, you know, knockout championship or not, here I am on the media tour. Where's Mickey James, our world champion? Where's Tasha Steeles, the number one contender to that knockouts world championship? I mean, they're not doing media. So who's the face of this entire division and company? Me. <laughs> of course. I, uh, it's an incredible feeling to, to be asked to do all these things because for the longest time, I just wanted to give more and give more and give more of myself. I want to work. I'm a workhorse. Um, I want to feel utilized and fulfilled. And uh, especially with the role that I've been given, um, I, I want to be in the position I'm in and I want to be here speaking to you today. So um, to be considered the, the future of our company is an incredible honor. Um, and it's something I work hard to to fulfill every single day and for people to say that i want to prove them right i want their their opinion weighs more in my heart than they'll ever know um especially someone like d'lo so for him to say that is an honor and i just hope that the work i put in every day for our company um fulfills that of course now there's a there's one title in impact that eludes you and that's the knockouts tag team title and you did mention chelsea before you do have friends in impact could there be some sort of tag team title reign on the horizon maybe in 2022, something along those lines coming? Well, okay, so you asked me what my goals are and I said sleep, <laughs> but um, definitely I think that, you know, my goal was to main event the pay-per-view, we can check that off, right? Um, and now it's a new year, new goals. And um, yeah, the tag team title, uh, the tag team titles have eluded me and our digital, digital media championship has eluded me thus far. So um, I would like to be a triple crown winner. I, I, get all of the championships that um, are available to the women in Impact Wrestling, which we also know that no championship is off limits for the women in, in Impact Wrestling. So that's exciting too. But I would absolutely love to uh, reignite VXT and um, form a tag team with my best friend and uh, see if we can win the Knockouts World Tag Team Championships. I think that would be uh, an excellent way to, uh, to go in or start and continue 2022. <laughs> Um, <laughs> now, is there anything uh, left that you have to say to fans listening and watching right now? And uh, where can they find you and, and follow you? 
yeah, I mean, my biggest thing is um, to always thank the fans because literally they're the ones that have pushed me and their um, constant, you know, uh, approval and then being like, we want more and we want to see Diana or we want to see VXT and, um, you know, how vocal they are about how much they appreciate what I'm doing on social media is never unnoticed. So it's always a gigantic thank you, thank you, thank you um, for all your love and support. But uh, if you don't follow me, then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Diana Perrazzo. Awesome. I want to thank you for taking the time to do this. I know you're very busy with media and everything going on. Hopefully you get to enjoy some nice weather in Florida. Um, but I'm really excited to see what you do this year in 2022 and uh, really what impact does this uh, upcoming year. Me too. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much and uh, have a good one. Stay safe. You too. And before you go, please like, subscribe, and check out more wrestling content right here on The Angle Podcast.